You're listening to the Upgrade Your Influence podcast show, episode 14. Choose a niche and dominate it. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Influence podcast show where we discuss goal setting, branding, and social media strategy for content creators and digital influencers. My name is Erin Bainham. I'm a media kit designer, a social media strategist, and your host. Today's show is all about standing out by choosing a niche. Now, it's up to you whether you call it a niche or a niche, but we're going to break down what a niche is, why it's important, and a few examples of some businesses that have decided to create their specialization and niche down. To get more information about this episode, come on over to the show notes at upgradeyourinfluence.com slash podcast slash 14. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and subscribe via iTunes. This is going to help people find us easier while they're looking for new podcasts to check out. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Aaron Bainham, and you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. All right, so a niche is basically a specialization that you decide to choose and focus your blog or your vlog or your content or your business around. So basically what this does is it gives you your unique, unique sorry, differentiating factor So that people want to come back to you because you specialize in something. So think about this. If you are a lifestyle blogger, you probably blog about everything. Maybe beauty, fashion, home, travel, food, entertainment, whatever. All of those things you can kind of just throw on your blog because it's open-ended. Because it's lifestyle and you don't have to really, um, you know, cut down and decide what few things you want to talk about. But what if you are a lifestyle blogger that focuses on one particular region or a state or a city and your content is based around that? Well, people are going to know that this blogger talks about Baltimore and all the great stuff that comes in, that's available in Baltimore. So you check that blog out because you know that they're going to always have the new hot spots and everything you need to know about Baltimore is going to be there and you trust this blogger's opinion. So that's an example of a niche blog. Um, and let's talk about a few other examples. There are web designers, a billion web designers. And what if you're looking for that web designer, but they all kind of look the same and you don't know which one is best and you know, you're just like, you just really don't know because they're just another web designer with a good portfolio and the prices are pretty much the same. But if you are a food blogger, what if you find that that designer that specializes in creating websites and blog designs for food bloggers? Well, then you feel like you have somebody that speaks directly to you. Like they specialize in this one thing. So they know all about creating food blogs and they're going to be the best pick for you. That is an important part about niching down so that you can dominate. So let's say that now there are four blog designers or web designers out there that cater just to food. 
Well, those people are much more likely to get the business of other food bloggers and designers and weed out the competition. And that is really, really huge. That is colossal. Or what about being a life coach? So again, maybe it's because I'm a social media manager and I'm on social media literally all day, all night. And then for my, my business, for my side hustle, but I feel like I see life coaches or, or coaches in general all over the place. So there's, there's a space, especially in areas like this, where it's great to niche down and choose a type of clientele that is going to be your specialization. So you can be, you know, Michelle Thomas, the life coach, or you can be Michelle Thomas, life coach specializing in helping millennials find jobs in marketing. I mean, that's a very targeted niche, but then you become the go-to or one of the small go-to people that millennials will come to when they're trying to find that job in marketing. You are that number one or that number, you know, a very small um, pool of people that everybody's going to want to come to. Now it's up to you to, you know, use SEO, which is search engine optimization, which is people searching for things online and ending up finding you. And then of course, advertisements, if you decide to do that, social media, blah, blah, blah. But all of that plays into how people find you. But using those key terms, using those things that people would search for from their mind, you know, you got to you got to get out of using lingo that speaks to you, but you got to talk the people's language. So if you are a life coach in that way, maybe you need to find incorporating people's ages into your website. They might not say millennials and marketing, but you're going to want to use those buzzwords um, that are generic for for lay people that don't speak the marketing language. I mean, maybe people don't know that they are looking for this millennial coach who specializes in, in marketing. They want to stumble upon you and they say, that's my person. Um, my last example is going to be if you're a fashion blogger, cabillions of fashion bloggers out there. Everybody's got looks that are just kind of rotating and you're kind of seeing the same things and people are scrolling past you and they're like, okay, you know, whatever. Or not to say that fashion bloggers aren't important and that your blog is just another number. I don't mean that. But what I'm saying is what if you became the blogger who only blogged about wearing skirts and dope t-shirts, then people know to come to you because you're the blogger with the dope tees all the time. You're the blogger with the dope skirts all the time. And they're like, let me go to her because I like that style and I like, or parts of that style. And I would like to be able to rock that. So those are examples of niching down. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to help, again, your target audience see you as an authority, see you as that number one, that big deal, that person that they always have to check in with. It's going to be like, well, I know she's going to drop stuff that I like all the time. Let me sign up for that mailing list, especially if you can create an opt-in that makes people feel like they are, you're talking to them. So for that food blogger, designer, maybe you have an opt-in that says, um, give me your email address and I'll tell you the 10 mistakes that people make when they're designing or revamping their food blog, things like that. 
And also, let me just go ahead and say, this is so important for your media kit. And when you're reaching out to brands, I mean, you really want to make sure you are trying to show and explain why you are the most important person out there, why this brand working with this brand and why this brand working with you is critical to them and what you can do for them. I mean, it's all about with them. So if you say, hey, I'm not just another fashion blogger. I talk about rocking t-shirts and and skirts. And if you send me five of your skirts, I can guarantee that my audience is the perfect audience to see your your items. They're going to love everything you have. I can promise you that we align perfectly. So that's just an example. And I you know, I'm going to be honest and transparent as I normally am, I hope. Um I really had to dig deep in into this episode because I decided to branch out and start selling services. And I refuse to be, and this is no shade to anybody out there, but I refuse to be another jack of all trades. Um, I don't want to offer all things marketing to all people. That's not going to work. And it's, it's not Um, the best way to get to people. So I offer a couple of different things and they're really just the target areas that I want to stay in. And that is media kit design. I really enjoy media kits. I work on them constantly. I've researched them. I've created an e-course about them. I've spoken at conferences about them. I'm speaking at a conference uh, in Palm Springs next week about them. So I'm really, really excited and passionate about them. So I offered that as a service. And then I just felt like I was consulting in social media all the time. I'm working with people all the time at my day job. And not only that, but people that just kind of, you know, they'll shoot me emails and they'll, you know, just ask for advice or my friends that have businesses and all these different people. It's amazing. I'll get referrals and they'll say, hey, ask Erin, she's your girl. And I'm like, you know what? I know social media like the back of my hand. I'm constantly researching. I know this well. I can create a strategy in almost no time, execute it, try it, iterate it. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to, to use that that too. I would love to offer that service and get people um, that extra help that they need. Like take the guesswork out of it for everybody else and just and hook them up. So I decided to add services to my website. Whew, I was getting excited. Add services to my website. And say, hey, like I'm available to help you. This is my side hustle. I might not be able to do it all day. I'm not really sure that I want to do it all day. Not yet. But nights, weekends, my lunch breaks, like I'm your girl and I am excited to get it going. So again, I didn't want to be that person that's just like I help entrepreneurs create a life that they want to live or a branding that they want. No, I'm niching this down. I want to help you create media kits that are freaking dope and get brands and collaborators and, and potential readers excited. And I want to help create social media strategies that help you penetrate that audience that you may or may not know you needed. So I had to think long and hard about that over the last couple of weeks and, and decide and make sure like I had the niche right. And even with the podcast, the same way, you know, I've started to steer towards social media because from the statistics and from the comments that I'm getting and the emails and stuff like that, and the, you know, looking at my analytics, social media is the most important to most people. So I try to talk about that more than anything else. So that is all about niche. 
marketing and, and choosing your niche and, and all that. So I'm very, very excited to share like my news with you. I just started this business uh, a few days ago because I was like, you know what? I was having imposter syndrome, even though I know this stuff so well. <laughs> and I was like, to be honest, inauguration was happening. I was like, mm. see, I don't even know if I should say this, but I will. I'm like, if he can become president and he didn't have half or pieces of the, the experience that Hillary had and he made it, damn it, I can launch a business online with the stuff that I know and do a damn good job. So I'm trying and doing and I refuse, refuse, refuse to regret not trying. So that is why I did it. So yeah tangent over uh if you're interested in any of that if you want to know it more you can come on over to upgradeyourinfluence.com i've got everything listed right there all right that's it for episode 14 thank you guys so much for listening again if you have any questions or you want to find out more information about this episode come on over to upgradeyourinfluence.com slash podcast slash 14 i will see you soon Um, I think I am going to finish recording every Monday through January and I'm going to add those bonus social media episodes throughout the next couple of weeks. And then in February and beyond, I will be podcasting on a much more relaxed basis. So um, I won't be doing it weekly. It might be two or three episodes a week, but I will be getting content to you. I just need to focus on um, my other business, which I just told you about and blogging and creating more content um, that's SEO friendly and things like that. So again, thank you all for listening and I will see you for the next episode. Peace.